Welcome to Beyond the Screen, the show where we talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about, and that has never been more relevant than right now, because I'm telling you, folks, this is going to be a short episode, first of all. Second of all, I have nothing written down to discuss. Uh, I don't know what I did last week. I have slept three hours. I have slept three hours in the last 29 hours, and by the way, I'm Sean, (laughs) and joined, as always, by Sarah. Uh, How many glasses of wine are you in? I am two glasses of wine in, baby, working on my third. <laughs> All right, so Sarah's two glasses in, working on I am a, a professional. I am three hours of sleep in the last 29, and Mike has no internet. So everything is going real well. Yeah. Mike is not here because he has no internet. Uh, somebody went to his place today to look at it or something, and they were like, hey, we don't fucking know. So they're going to send somebody on Monday. Uh, we're recording this Saturday because we have, we're recording it a day later than we normally do, but we're recording this on Saturday. They said that they're going to send a, a more advanced team in. So they're going to send the Avengers. They're going to figure it out. And hopefully Mike will be back soon. Uh, Sarah, how are you? I'm tired. <laughs> Me too. But so are you. Um, I'm good. Uh, work was crazy, but it always is. So, yeah. Are you guys still out of the Chick-fil-A sauce? Um, <laughs> no, we actually had Chick-fil-A sauce this whole week. We did not have like barbecue and honey mustard at one point, which you don't realize how much people ask for that until you're out of it. But we didn't have lemonade almost all week, and that was fun. I like honey mustard. Do. I like honey mustard too, but that's not like our popular sauce until like we don't have it in every order. It's like, can I get honey mustard? And like, oh, we don't have that. <laughs> Can I get any mustard? Uh, about that. I go, <laughs> no. Sometimes if I'm annoyed, I just go, uh-huh, and I just let them, like, tell them at the window because I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> but I'm a great manager. I do that all the time. I'm just like, I don't feel like dealing, like, with rude customers. I just pass it on to someone else. <laughs> like, I'm just so, over it. I just got a message today from a friend of mine who said that, uh, a coworker of theirs tested positive for COVID, and they uh, they just got shut down. Their their work just got shut down. So yeah. that that sucks. Uh, they got tested oh, wow. today, so we'll see where that happens. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They told us that at the beginning that if anyone tested positive, that they would shut oh, yeah. us down for two oh, weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but I don't know. I've had people like. Customer, one customer was like, "Um, how do I know that none of your employees are sick?" And I was like, "Well, they take real, they're taking precautions, and even if we look sick, they're sending us home, which is true. Like they're being real cautious about it." And the guy was like, "All right, cool," but I'm just like, "Why, like, why come here? Like, if you're worried no, about yeah. it, like, why?" Yeah. No one told you to come, or some lady today. Our drive-through, so I work at like it's just a drive-through Chick-fil-A. So we have a passenger side and a driver side, so it's supposed to go through faster. But driver side is so always, like always a tunnel. Yeah, so like it's the building it has on both sides. So one side's passenger and it has a window and a headset and everything, and then the other side's driver side. So like the person oh. can pull up on their passenger side, and that it's person cool. can like do the payment. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's, it's supposed lit. to help. What was it? Is it two lanes or is it just one yeah, lane and you're yelling at them? It's two lanes. Okay. No, no, it's... <laughs> okay. yeah, we just run around. No, it's two lanes. It's supposed to help. I mean, it's that and then you have a walk-up window that you can walk up to and order, but you can't go inside and sit. It's just drive-through or walk-up. Okay, that's and... interesting. Yeah, I like it, It's but it's so tiny, and so we're all cramped together. And there's just no room to hold anything, so that's why we're always like we don't really have any storage. That's why we're constantly running out of stuff because we don't have anywhere to put it to keep it. So we just keep running out. So today, our second lane, the passenger lane, in the middle of our lunch rush, which was like insane, it just stopped working. Oh, good. <laughs> like, yeah, all of a sudden, just and there was a line like out the drive-through, like almost wrapped around the building for just that lane. 
And it just stopped. Like, the credit card stopped working. And they didn't know what to do. So, oh, I didn't know what that was. They didn't know what to yep. do. So, um, they've, like, it was just confusion. And I was outside, so I was just taking orders outside. And I was like, I'm away from all the craziness inside. It was it was crazy. So, they're trying to get rid of people out of that line. And people were angry. Like, of course. And people were like, I've been waiting here for 30 minutes. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know what you want us to do. Like, it was, it was yeah. just nuts. <laughs> Okay, so I, there's like a, a, speaking of fast food and, and and ordering and stuff. There's a McDonald's near me that has two order stations. Yeah, two order lines. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't get the point of that because it reconverges into one line again. Is it the ones that are like? Because I have one by me that it's they're right in front of each other. So it's like one, and then the the other order is right next to it. So I'm no. like, that doesn't make. Sense. It's it, two tried, separate lanes. It's two lanes. So you you start in one lane, then it diverges into two with two yeah. separate order things, and then it goes back into one lane for the pickup. Yeah, I don't get that. That doesn't because you're going back into what's the? I mean, you're just getting more. I guess you're ordering. Faster. You're able to get two done instead of one. Yeah, but you got to fight to get the people back. Yeah. In one lane. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, ours isn't like that. Ours is two complete yeah. different lanes, and then one side of the building's one, and it's it's easier, but it's also, like, we'll have people cut from each lane. Like, you take your order, and you're like, stay in this lane, and they'll cut over to the other one, and then they expect to get their food in that one, and then they get mad when it's not ready. And it's like, you cut over. Like, it's not, you can't do that. <laughs> like, it's just. Do the, do the McDonald's around you have those, like, uh, electronic order stations you can do? That you go inside, that you, like, yeah, go into. Yeah, the little, like, uh, boards. Yeah. Yeah. Those are cool. I like those. Yeah, that's what they, um, I think it was, like, I I feel like almost every McDonald's have that now, but they were, like, starting to roll that out probably, like, at least a year ago. Yeah. And I remember my mom was, like, yeah, I went to this McDonald's and you have to go up to the screen. Like, they don't have anyone working to register. They just have one person to work it and you gotta, like, do it yourself. But I think a lot of McDonald's kind of gave up on that because they'll be like, oh, I can help you over here. <laughs> like, I, the, the, the McDonald's near me just renovated probably a couple months ago and they just added it that in. But, uh, it's nice. As yeah. someone who probably has a, some sort of social anxiety that's yeah. never been diagnosed. It's nice to uh, not have to talk to people. Oh, no. Well, I have been diagnosed with the anxiety, so I completely... <laughs> I'm the same. I will go for that, or, like, I'll mobile order, or just... Uh-huh. Yeah. It's just easier if I don't want to talk to people, because I just if don't want to deal with it. If I'm, my, if I'm on my own, it's like... Because, like, there's there's food that I'd like to get. Like, I'd love to go get sushi, right? There's a great sushi place right near me. But mm-hmm. I have to go there and I have to talk oh, to okay. I can't, like, get it ordered. Um, and if I were to get it ordered, it'd be, like, through Uber Eats and fucking really expensive. And even then, I live, yeah. in, a kind of weird, I, I live in a kind of weird place where yeah. a lot of those, like, uh, I'm not, like, in the middle of nowhere, but I'm just far enough out of somewhere yeah. that those kind that. of things don't really operate unless it's for a yeah. major, like a mcdonald's or something but yeah that's how my where we used to live that's how it was now we're like we're in like a marine town so they have all like the businesses oh. and everything so like everything you could imagine it's like right down the street i'm sure so we have it but we've been doing doordash for the past couple of weeks like we never used to use doordash but now like i'll come home because i'm working every every day <laughs> long hours and i'm like i don't want to cook <laughs> like, yeah. But it's so expensive. It's so expensive. Because it like, I can just curbside order and just go pick it up, and it's gonna be so much cheaper. But I don't feel like driving. <laughs> like I'm yeah. lazy. I should fucking turn my car on because I haven't in two months. I you, should like oh make God. sure it runs. I haven't. You haven't driven in two where, months. Where am I gonna go? I don't know. That's, yeah, <laughs> you should probably turn your car yeah. on. Yeah, I was thinking about it last night while I wasn't sleeping. Um, so, 
I'll I'll give a little bit of context for why I'm three hours in the last twenty nine. Yes, hours. please do. So I think I plugged it the other week, but there is mm-hmm. a there's a podcast I listen to. It's a Kingdom Hearts video game podcast, and they do they stream on Twitch sometimes. And they were doing a charity live stream where uh they were going to marathon one of the games. Uh yeah, I I they started at two p.m. yesterday. And they beat the game at 1 p.m. today. And I was up the entire time. Wow. And then they're actually still going right now because donation incentives, because they're, they're raising money for Doctors Without Borders for like a specific COVID fund thing. And uh, some of the additional, like, if we raise $500, we'll add on this little mini game that'll take us like mm-hmm. another two hours or something. So they've raised, I think, about $1,200 so far. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they are like, they're, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fucked. Uh, they are <laughs> they, three hours I, of sleep. <laughs> the reason I got three hours of sleep is because they took a break for three hours before starting the next game. They were, it took them 23 hours to beat the first one. And they were like, we're going to go sleep for three hours and then we'll start the next thing. Um, I had a bit of a breakdown at the end of the first game because mm-hmm. it would not end. It was like Return of the King. You know how Return of the King doesn't end? Yeah, it Just goes on, on and on. I guess they wouldn't, the the characters wouldn't stop talking. And I was like, Just stop. Just end. Let the game end, please. It, you it, played all 23 hours? I didn't play. I oh, okay. hung around and talked to them for 23 hours. But you were like apart or awake for 23 hours? Yes. Yes. Oh my god. I did I did leave for one hour because I had to record game over screen uh, on the Mercury Movie Blog podcast feed. But mm. besides that, from two PM yesterday to one PM today, I was hanging out with them while they while they did it the entire time. And then wow. I slept for three hours and then I I I'm I put it back on. I woke up after sleeping for three hours and I put it back on when they started the uh the next game. And did that like affect you in any way like yes m- mentally I, yes i there is a uh, something happened from 1 a.m to Headaches. 6 a.m sarah <laughs> i don't know if i could tell you what happened from 1 a.m to 6 a.m but stuff happened i remember we had conversations and we talked about stuff but i can't remember what order it occurred in what you was like blacked out I, 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 we talked about music and movies and tv shows and video games and all that but like like one of the things we got into the subject of was we were talking about like what is in your spotify play uh, your spotify like queue or whatever that some people might consider to be like cringy or whatever oh that's a great question yeah so sarah what's in your spotify playlist that some might consider to be cringy what is in your Spotify? probably the jonas brothers Oh, you know, same. Like, the new Jones Brothers or, like, the older Jones Brothers? Both. Yeah. Both. I don't think their new stuff is that bad. I, I like their older stuff better because I'm 20, but... That's true. But um, I like their new stuff, too. I don't know what would be considered... I was thinking, like, 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 Three Days Grace. Three Days Grace? Um... You've never have you never heard like pain or animal I I hate everything about you like yes punk, like yeah like that kind of shit uh, um I guess Sugar Ray <laughs> 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 like, I guess people be like yeah well I mean my husband was like yeah I don't really like Sugar Ray and I was heartbroken <laughs> um. I haven't listened to Three Days Grace in a long time, but I was going through because I've had the same Spotify account for six years. So I can track like all the music I've listened to over the past six years, pretty much. Mm. And at one point there was, you know, when I was like 14, there was pain by three days grace. And I was like, God, what a, what a cringy thing like that. uh, Some, I think it's getting popular again, but like my chemical romance at one point would have been. They're pop- they got back together, right? Aren't they going yeah. on tour? Yeah, they're going on tour again. I don't but know. I, I don't know what's cool and what's not cool. Like, I'm so out of touch. I think at some point, 
My Chemical Romance became not cool because it was like, because at some point, punk rock became not cool. Ugh, that's a shame. I love, that's all I listened to. Is I think it's coming listened- back. I think it's 90, like, specifically 90s pop punk is my favorite. I've never listened. Okay, so there were albums that um, came out like they were cover albums. They were called, I think, Pop Goes Punk. Yes. Yes. You ever heard those? Yeah. Yeah. There's some interesting stuff in there. It's like pop songs covered by punk. Yeah. Punk. Yeah. Yeah. This. Um, really- I guess if we're talking about that, probably Weezer. I feel like everyone took a turn on Weezer. Okay, but can we talk about how Weezer's version of Lost in the Woods is really good? Um, I like Weezer's, like, they came out with, I, whatever it is, they came out a couple years ago with their cover album, where they just covered a bunch of songs, and I really like it, and a lot of people don't. <laughs> I haven't listened to the whole thing. It's uh, good. I think it's good. I like their version of, like, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Yeah, that one's really good. They did that. They did, um... I'm blanking on everything, but uh, Sweet Dreams. Yeah, they did Africa. They did Take Africa, On Me. Yeah, Take Happy, On Me. Happy Together, Paranoid. The Happy Together is really good. I really like that version. Mr. Blue Sky. No yeah, Scrub, it's pretty good. Billie Jean and Stan. I don't... Oh, yeah, I love the No Scrub. I love No Scrubs. My husband gets really mad when I sing that song. I'll sing it all the time. Do you know what the worst cover of all time is, though, right? And this might not be a cover, it might be more of a remix, but it is Pitbull's take on Africa in Oh my god. That's the one that was an Aquaman? Yeah. So bad. So Yeah, I I I, I did not expect it to go because it starts off and he's rapping and you're like, is is yeah. rapping? And then and then it turns into Af- like you start to hear the notes of Africa and I was like, no. I'm sitting in the theater next to my sister and I audibly go, no. And my sister I'm like, sure I did the same thing. <laughs> the She's, same like, thing. <laughs> She's what? And, I'm like, and then I blast the rays down. I'm like, no, stop it. I think me and my husband looked at each other and we're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, what? I I, I, I you know what the worst part about Aquaman is? I just well, we're we're gonna be all over the place for however long we go for. But I love it. How does, how does Ocean Man not play? Ocean Man. How does Ocean that, Man not play? Is that? Wait, tell me what Ocean Man is. Ocean Man. The one that wasn't SpongeBob. Yeah, that's in SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> Ocean SpongeBob. Oh. <laughs> Okay, I wanted to make sure we were thinking of the same. Song. Yeah, yeah, Ocean Man from SpongeBob. How the, yeah. how is that not an Aquaman? I don't know. Yeah, That's a, missed opportunities. You put Africa in there, but not Ocean Man. <laughs> the most His name is Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, why wasn't all like water related songs? <laughs> he has a trident. He fights oh. like sh- with shark things. And yeah, how does? Africa oh, makes sense. Man. You know, but because they go to like a desert and that's like, look, Africa's all deserts. No, it's fucking not. All right. Africa's not all deserts. Ugh. <laughs> I go off, Sean. I really go like off. that movie too. <laughs> I liked it too. <laughs> just that part in particular. And I'm really mad that Ocean Man. It's like, I think it was the it was I think it was the last Super Bowl where they were teasing uh Sweet Victory and then it went oh. into mode. I was oh, so, so angry. mad. So mad. It started and I was like, oh my god. Yeah, it, they showed the clip. Yeah. And then they just and then it went into that stupid fucking song. And I was fuming mad. I was so mad, Sarah. Yeah, I feel you. Passionately angry at the fact that they baited me with Sweet Victory and went into fucking sicko mode. Sweet Victory. That was Maroon 5, right? Wasn't he? Uh, No, I don't know who sang it. It was made for SpongeBob. Well, no, I mean, I mean, who did the halftime? It was Maroon 5, right? Oh, um, it might have been. I don't fucking know. Yeah, and he was like, because that movie, I just remember he was like shirtless and everyone was like freaking out. Oh yeah, there was that. Was that so? That was last year. Not that was last year, year. and then this past year it was Shakira and J Lo, right? Yeah, and everybody freaked out again. 
Well, I didn't watch it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, God. Well, how did we get here? <laughs> uh, Aquaman, Ocean Man. Cringy music. Yeah, I guess it would just be Sugar Ray and Weezer. Yeah. I don't know. No Doubt is No Doubt now cringy. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It might be. Oh, uh, I like my 90s. Glee. Glee. Oh. We can't. Can we talk about Glee? Mm-hmm. Not, I Okay, we can. We can talk about Glee pretty freely, actually. Did you guys talk about Glee last week? No. I Actually, I talked to him a little bit about it because I had to know. I had to know what was up. Uh, and he's, he was, he fin- he watched the first two episodes last time I talked to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, right about Mike, obviously. Uh, he had watched the last, the, or the first two episodes. And he was like, <laughs> he was pretty much like, yeah, I'm, I, I watched the first episode and I thought the characters were fine, but the music was what got me in. And then he said, he really? Finished- yeah, he said he's finished the second episode, and when he found out that Terry wasn't really pregnant, he was like, I have to keep watching. I have to find oh, out. you find out in the second episode? The end wow. of the second episode that you find out that she's not, you, you find right. out she's not pregnant, but then she doubles down and tells Will that, that like, she is pregnant. boy yeah. or something. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I have to figure out. And I told him, I didn't spoil it, but I told him, okay, Mike, if you're listening now. Don't plug your ears. Oh, stop listening. I told him that the plot line gets even crazier. I'm serious, Mike. Don't listen to this next part. It does get crazier. I didn't tell him about Quinn, and like he doesn't know that Quinn. <gasps> pre- yeah, and he what know. he doesn't know about all the all the stuff. Oh, no. And then the what Harry sister. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then <laughs> Harry tries to do. I was like, he's like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, dude, it, it's not. <laughs> Oh, no. It's gonna get so much more in Boy, you have so much more to go through. Um, so much. Um, yes. I've seen this pilot so many times. Like, so many times. What do you think of but it? Even on rewatch. Like, rewatching it, I forgot when we were talking Glee, like, quickly, I forgot about the principal for some reason. I was like, oh yeah, Figgins! I love Figgins. I love that man. Figgins <laughs> becomes really weird at the end. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite character in the pilot is uh, Sandy. <laughs> That's his name, right? The Yeah, the, Sandy um... fucking weird. Because, <laughs> because the thing about Sandy that's weird is that he's not a one-and-done character. No, Ooh. and he should have been, but... <laughs> he molests that boy, and then he comes back as a mainstay for season one. They're like, yeah. we were going to introduce the character with him molesting a student. And now he's like one of the main characters. That's, I would that's the main probably. Character. He's recurring. And it's like. Yeah. I, I watched Acafellas the other day, the third episode. Yeah. The one where they like, they, he tried, where, uh, it might have been the third episode. I think, I don't know. But it's the one where Will starts like a boy band. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is the third episode. And, and they kick him out, right? Yeah. Well, we decided when you're in the band, it's creepy. And then he just turns around to the camera and goes, this is how we do it. Do it. And it has the guy. Josh Groban is it. in it. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, because they're performing for Josh Groban, right? Because he's going to be in town <laughs> and Sandy, like, steals his phone number from somewhere. And yeah, he's calling like, him. stop calling me. Yeah. Stop sending me weird love notes. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, he's like, I don't know how you got my number. I don't know how you got my number when I changed my number. But you have to stop calling me. <laughs> That's one, I forget what the guy's name is, but the one that works with Terry and he like chops off his thumbs or something. Yeah. <laughs> so the one that chops off his thumbs is the word chop teacher. Oh, and oh my God! There's a terrible line in the in this fucking show where where San- Sandy is like, you know, I'm the one that pushed for Woodshop to be here. I told Figgins if you don't get some hot wood in those kids' hands, and I was like, no. Oh, oh. Yeah, there's some bad. Well, that that's probably my favorite scene in the pilot is when they're he's like coaching the guy and they're singing the song and he just like lifts up his hand and starts oh, like, <laughs> and then it cuts to Rachel and it's just a. Dude, it's so yeah. good. <laughs> and I love how, like, I love, I, like, that scene is so fucked. It's a really fucked up scene. But it really is, but it's so funny. It's the, Mary's it's, love. And he's like, his love, like, in the background. Smile. It's the smile that Rachel gives when she's talking to Figgins, 
where she's like in full yeah. tears and she starts to like and she just smiles caressing goes. him <laughs> I'm so wrong I'm so wrong <laughs> god I hate her so much oh she's so and her whole oh the other best joke is when she's like I don't know which one's my real dad <laughs> and one of them is black <laughs> But then that's not her dad, like, later in the seasons. Like, they changed it. But... Yeah, they changed the actors. Well, it's uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. <laughs> well, fucking Britney's dad. Did you get far enough to find out who Britney's dad is? No. It's, uh, fuck, what's his name? He's he's Chang in Community. Oh, fuck, what's his name? Um, no, I didn't watch Community. He was a doctor. He's in the Hangover movies. He's awesome. Ken Jong. What? Yeah. Nuh-uh. Her dad is Ken Jong. No. <laughs> I love him. I love him too. I, I I'm pretty sure I'm gonna look this up and make sure I'm not an idiot, but I'm almost positive it's Oh my god. Television. Yeah, Glee. Pierce Pierce. His name is Pierce Pierce. <laughs> Have you seen uh Crazy Rich Asians? Not yet. I know that I have. Oh, He's in, he's like in that, like a small part, but he's really good in it. I mean, he's great in everything, but. Who plays, who plays. What's up, motherfuckers? motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, what, who plays, hang on. Cast. Who plays Britney's oh mom? Whitney Pierce was played by Jennifer Coolidge. What? <laughs> yeah. I love her. Yeah, Jennifer She's Coolidge. The- Britney's mom and Britney's dad is Ken Jong. That is the pairing I never knew I needed. <laughs> that is so good. And then, oh my God. Remember when fucking Victor Garber was Will's dad? Yeah. Oh my God. And that's also. The show. And John Stamos was on it for a while. He played the dentist. Doesn't he marry Emma? Uh, I, do they get married? I think so. I know they date. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow was on it for a while too. And they get high. Not her. Not not them. But like <laughs> not the, students, the students get high when they go to like get their teeth cleaned by him. Yeah, it's the Britney Spears episode. Oh my god! Because then she says, "I'm Britney, bitch." <laughs> oh my god! Okay, no. <laughs> so speaking of the episode of what I've watched so far of season one, which I have watched episodes one through. Four. I've only watched no, the pilot. I've watched the first three, but I can't do it. I'm really excited for episode four because I believe it's the first big role or the first big episode with uh, Mike O'Malley as Bert. And I, Wait, I who? Uh, Kurt's dad. Oh, oh, he's great. I think he is one of the best characters on the show. Is Bert? I agree. Yeah, I love, and I think Mike O'Malley is so good as him. He's yeah. That's that's the football episode with Kurt, where he like tries out for the football. He's like, "I'm the kicker." Yeah, yeah <laughs> and he does the single ladies routine. Yeah, that's when he like comes out to his dad, and he's like, yeah. "I've known your day since you were three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's I I love I love that episode. I and I, I'm gonna watch it at some point, but uh, I don't know. I've just been like I I haven't been so much because I haven't watched it since. I talked to Mike about it last Friday. Mm-hmm. I I was uh, enjoying it for the most part. It's so stupid and it's really bad, but like is the second episode is that when they do when like Mercedes is like all into Kurt and then she does the Buster windows is- or is that like did that happen yet? Yeah, that's episode three. Okay, all right. Yeah. They're doing the car wash and she's he's yeah. like you busted my window. And she's like you busted my heart. <laughs> Those, and what 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 is what does Kurt say? He's like, uh, they're, they're like your car is so nice, and he's like, my dad bought it for me when I promised to stop wearing form fitting sweaters that cut off yeah. his knees. <laughs> and then they, he's wearing one, and he's like, what my dad doesn't know doesn't won't hurt him. <laughs> Honestly, I love Kurt is so good. Like they give him like the yeah. best lines. <laughs> yeah, I I really I'm really excited to get to like. Rose's turn. Oh my and he does Rose's oh. turn. I don't remember what I was that. And then there's like a really, really oh, so, good scene. It's where, so good. 
Well, that and there's also when Bert kicks Finn out. Oh yeah, because he yeah, that's yeah. a this this show really did. I mean, like it turned into such a mess by the end, but like it really did. It did stuff that other shows are now are doing now. No. You know what I mean? Like first or not first, yeah. but. When other shows weren't doing it. <laughs> I agree, but I will say that while it was doing those things, it was also bullshit. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the Perry storyline of not being pregnant but lying about it is, <sighs> like, those, wow, it's so fucking weird. And, yeah, like, uh, while they- It is, but I also it, love it at the it, same time. It's great. It's classic Glee. But, like, oh, I guess I have my mic. Um, but, like, while the show was doing cool things in like the LGBT sector, yeah. it still, it still was, it's it still did a lot of damage yeah. for other stuff. Yeah. And it has some garbage in it too. Like yeah. every so often you'll get some good stuff, but a lot of the time also you're getting Tina faking a stutter. Oh yeah. Or like the whole Quinn, like she's, um, uh, president of the chastity club or oh, whatever. And she's God. like, they're like making out and she's like let's pray <laughs> and they cut like they do a thing where the chat like rachel goes to the chastity club meeting to get closer to finn yes so and they're grinding up on each other with the balloons and she's like every time you pop a balloon pops an angel cries <laughs> and everybody is like being really awkward or whatever but fucking puck is just going at it and it's it's sexual assault let's be clear oh yeah yeah I mean, yeah on, on santana like it is mm -hmm. It is sexual assault. Mm. It is, this show does bad shit. Like, it, it really fucked shit. But, but she has... Rachel has my favorite line where she was like, and girls like sex too. Yeah. And the one guy's like, is that true? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the guy who runs, like, the newspaper or whatever. Yeah, oh, I love him. He's the one that, like, chases him down. Yeah. Like, all, like, there's the one episode where he's just chasing people around. He's like, Finn, Finn, I heard blah, blah, blah. They, like, beat him up. Yeah, I, 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 so, yes, while the show is doing stuff like having Brett Hummel be a great character who accepts his son mm. and, like, you know, fights for his son, he also does stuff like Puck sexually assaulting Santana. Mm. There's also some really mm. weird stuff about, the, like, Puck wanting to bang older women. The cougar storyline. Yeah, yeah, because he's like, I'm cleaning their pools. And then he gets, he's, and because that's why he joins the Occupy. Okay, I gotta, we gotta stop talking about this or else we're gonna go for <laughs> on this. And, <laughs> all right. Uh, suffice it to say, we're probably gonna end up talking about this more because I think Mike is really into it. Uh, he's never seen it before. No, this is his first time. That's crazy. And me. it feels like this is the kind of garbage that he would love. Yeah. Well, I don't mean it like that, but I, I love it too, so it's... <laughs> oh, yeah, but I feel like... I, I feel like... I, I love it, but I, I feel like it's garbage. Mm. Uh, I do, like, again, I do think that it does some do, do some things right, but I also think it does stuff, like, really fucking poorly. Uh, <laughs> and some of it is just... Yeah, I don't know. We'll talk about it more as Mike watches it, and I probably keep watching it too. I told him if he tells me what episodes he'll watch, he watched, I'll try and keep up, but we'll find mm. out about that. Hey everybody, I'm Sean. You guys might know me on this feed from co-hosting Beyond the Screen, but now here at Real Quick the Movie Blog, we have started a brand new show exclusively for video games called Game Over Screen. So join me every week with my co-hosts. Hey, how's it going? My name's Brendan. And I'm Tyler. As we talk about everything video game related and when we, I guess, get to the Game Over Screen. I don't know. I don't have a good pun for that, but the joke is that we're going to die a lot <laughs> in the game. Well, you might. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts.
I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, the Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. everybody jay wade and kaylin here to tell you about sen afterlife it's an after show podcast where we expand on the week of craziness on sen live as well as have guests on to join in the fun yep, and we get personal too we do movie reviews and at times we go way off the rails which i guarantee is always kaylin's fault hey how rude and not true so come join us on the mark with the movie blog feed and remember to rate share and subscribe and as always enjoy Uh, all right. You got anything else you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. I had one thing. I was like, oh, I'll bring this up on the show. But then I forgot. <laughs> and then no. we talked about Glee for 20 minutes. Yeah, that that was definitely on my list to talk about. Just kidding. Not at all. We've got the movies. Um, we're going to cover that when Mike is back. Oh, we'll yeah. Well, back. I mean, me and my husband watched uh, The Patriot this past uh, week i don't think i've seen that oh my god well it's like three hours long and we just we have like a half hour left and he's like i don't want to watch this anymore i was like okay <laughs> okay it's it's good it's it's all right i guess it's the mel gibson of the yeah. but um jason isaac's in it and he's so good he's i've just seen great. patriot day I've, i haven't seen that one that's Is the that one, Wahlberg one. About oh, the the bombing one. Yeah, that I, it's not a bad movie. It's pretty good. Is that the one that people were upset about with him? Right. I feel like they were upset about it at first, but then it came out, and I think most people calmed down after they mm. after they saw it. Um, mm. But people were pretty against it when they were like, "You're going to make a movie about the Boston bombing so soon after it happened," and. Yeah. I mean, it was th- like three years after, but I think once it came out, people were like, okay, no, this was actually really, really good. So, uh, people seem to be okay with it. Um, That's I remember true. going to see it and I, I really thought it was good. Oh, oh, I know what I can, this isn't what I was going to bring up, but, um, you probably talked about it last week, but the, uh, Clone Wars, um, and then, yeah, yeah. Um, so I watched the episode with my husband. Oh, yeah, Monday. Well, that's all I want to talk about. Got it. Monday was uh, May the 4th. Yes. And um, I was actually off and my husband worked. And I was super like, I love Star Wars <laughs> and like all this stuff. So I was like, I'm going to surprise my husband and I'm going to buy the corniest like stuff I can find at like Party City or whatever and just decorate our house and like Star Wars theme. I could not find anything. And I was so upset. Because I was like, you would think like they'd have like no party supplies or anything, yeah. Um, except I found Baby Yoda napkins, and I definitely bought those. <laughs> They're the cutest <laughs> things. <laughs> I love them. Um, but the ladies checking me out were like, aren't these the cutest things? And I was like, oh, this is ruined. <laughs> like, <laughs> mothers. Um, so I like decorated. I didn't know what to do, so I bought sh- um streamers, but I bought like black and white (laughs) and then i got blue and (laughs) green for the light side and i just hung them up all over the house (laughs) and i was like here we go and he walked in i'm like do you get it do you get the theme he's like yeah i get it (laughs) and i was like okay (laughs) so we watched um i said okay so what are we we gonna watch and he was like okay we gotta watch the clone wars episode I had no idea what was happening, but it was good to me. I was like, oh, that was good or whatever. I look over and he was like, he was silent for <laughs> at least a minute. Like he was just sitting there yeah. and I was like, I couldn't really gauge. I was like, he, this is either great or he's not into it. And he goes, put Dave Filoni in charge of Star Wars. <laughs> like, <laughs> really loud. And he's like, that's how you write a show. That's how Star Wars is supposed to be. And I was like, so you liked it? He's like, that was perfect. I was like, okay. 
I I have to I have to say what I always say when I hear the Dave Filoni thing, which is that Dave Filoni should 100% be in charge of the overall creative vision yes. for Star yes. Wars. Um he created some great shows. He also wrote the two worst episodes of The Mandalorian. Mm. Or one of the worst episodes, actually. He wrote... No, I think he wrote both of the first... Or both of the worst episodes. Uh, you don't like the the Space Boston one? That's the one he wrote, right? Or no? He wrote the one that's on Tatooine. Which one's that? That's the one with the girl? With the girl. With, yeah, Agent May from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No. Uh, uh, yeah. It's the one with right the dude there. who's like, Hey, Mando! And they get on the yeah. speed bike and Did yeah. he like the one with Bill Burr? I don't think so. I think oh. I think he just wrote the worst episode of not the two worst. He wrote the the worst episode of uh But are you saying you're saying the one with Bill Burr is the other worst one because that's what a lot of people other, say. Yeah, that's the other worst one. Yeah. All right. I really like that episode. So Yeah, it's it's all right, but uh, Um so. But, anyway, no, I think he means the same thing. I think he means yeah. he wants him to be the creative head, but not necessarily like write all the stuff, but just be like the creative. Yes. I just, I feel like I see people who are always like, I enjoy Clone Wars. So that must mean that I want Dave Filoni to write everything in Star Wars. Oh yeah. Dave no, no, no. He's not like that. <laughs> yeah, Dave Filoni writes very little of the Clone Wars. I will say he did write the final arc. Like it's he has the written by credit uh for the last four episodes and they were all mm-hmm. very good, very good, um but like the rest of the seven the six seasons he wrote like two or three episodes, mm. so I, I don't know I I I'm kind of the 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 Dave Filoni conversation is an interesting one because I. I agree that he gets Star Wars better than anyone, but I also think that, like, because I watched the Mandalorian docuseries that's been airing, mm. and the latest episode that came out yesterday, uh, I watched a little bit of it today before I fell asleep for three hours, and he was talking about Star Wars and how he came into it and how he sees Star Wars as being George's thing, and it should always be about what George would have done, and it doesn't mm. belong to anybody else, which... I get, and I think that it's important to continue Star Wars in a way that doesn't betray George's key themes that he instilled in the original trilogy. Yeah. But I also think that there, with, with something as big as Star Wars, there is a certain point where if you don't let go of that... Yeah. It's got to move forward. Yes, exactly. You can't so, be stuck back. I don't know if... It's never going to evolve. Exactly. So I don't know if I want somebody creatively in charge who thinks that everything yeah. needs to be exactly the way that George Lucas would have done it, because personally, I I don't like a lot of what George Lucas did. I love some of it, and and probably about half of it I love, but I I don't like the prequels. I still think Revenge of the Sith is a pretty bad movie. I like I think that. I mean, we all it, know it's not going to clone the best <laughs> Star yeah, Wars movie. I I I I think that a lot of Clone Wars is not very good. And mm. I think a lot of Clone Wars that is not very good is the ones that he's like, this is my favorite. And I get that. Mm. I get that George is an experimental guy and he likes to make weird things. And I like that about George Lucas. But I don't... When he was running the show and Star Wars was just like his thing, yeah, make whatever you want, right? Make what makes you happy. But when somebody else is making it, I don't think that... It necess- they necessarily have to abide exactly by what George would have done. Uh, so, yeah, that kind of goes into, like, it was announced Taika Waititi is writing yeah. and directing. And, like, he's, like, a pretty different... Do you think... Like, you I don't think- hire him to no, do a yeah. typical Star Wars movie, you know? If, if this movie comes out and it's, like, Rogue One or Solo or The Force Awakens or The Rise of Skywalker, I will be so disappointed. I yeah. I want another Last Jedi out of this. Just not in terms of, like, whatever. Fucking who cares plot stuff, but different, right, is what I yeah. mean. I want a different movie. Uh, Solo, plot, uh, Solo, Rogue One, uh, Force Awakens, and The Rise of Skywalker, it's it all is just, like, don't you love Star Wars? Yeah. Isn't Star Wars so cool? Don't it doesn't really it. add anything new. No. And 
it's very it doesn't iterate on what came before as much as it copies it hmm. and i i think that i would like I, I i would i would like to see taika waititi do something new i'd be very disappointed if he didn't i i think that, it's a weird choice yeah. to me i like, think he's... i'm i don't know <laughs> i'm excited but it's weird if your goal is to shake things up i think he is the perfect choice yes he's worked on the mandalorian so he knows he that's, did the last episode true. you know that's he worked true. on the he worked on mando season one he obviously has a passion for this or else he wouldn't be doing it right mm. because he's taika waititi and that dude doesn't just be like he's not like yeah, I just want to do a Star Wars movie because it's a big thing. Like, if he's going to do a project, it's because he thinks that he's got something to do with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't get him unless you want him to shake things up or else, because he's not going to, he's not going to, you can't constrain that man, right? Yeah. Like, well, it would be severely disappointing if you did. You don't get Thor Ragnarok or Jojo Rabbit exactly. out of constraining this man, you know? Exactly. You don't get what we do in the shadows from putting him in a studio box. And saying this is exactly what we want you to make. Now, if they said John Favreau was directing the next Star Wars movie, I'd be very worried because that to me feels like a pick. That's he's going to play ball with the studio and do what we want. Uh, yeah. If they said Dave Filoni was directing the next Star Wars movie, I'd again be very worried because I think that's again he's going to play ball with the studio and do what they want. If it was the Russo brothers, I'd be very worried. Um. I'm trying to think of other people that are that fall into that camp. And I and these are all directors that I love. I love John Favreau as a director. I love Dave Filoni as a director for the most part. I love uh I love the Russo brothers as a director. But they you, you don't get most of the stuff they've done up until now has been like you're hired by a studio to do something and you do it for the studio, right? You don't yeah. do it. You don't have I I don't see a whole lot of personality in their movies. If that makes sense. And that's not a knock, because I think their movies are really good. Mm-hmm. Although I think Favreau has made some really good movies, I just don't think they're for big studios. The big studio movies he's done, I don't think have much of a personality that's his. If any of this makes sense, I don't know. I see I see personality with the Russo brothers, if you're comparing them to the other Marvel movies, like... Winter Soldier definitely feels different. Other movies feel different from each other. I think it feels different than the other Marvel movies, but it doesn't feel like something new. It feels like another genre of film with applied to the Marvel formula. And I love Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is my favorite Marvel movie. Uh, But... And I think that Winter Soldier set the tone for Marvel because I think everything mm. in Marvel is kind of Russo esque now. Yeah, with everything that's, that comes that's, out. That's true. And I, yeah, and I really, and on Community, I think they have a style, and yeah. I, I kind of also think that their style is just doing what they think is cool, mm-hmm. and I, and 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 that's fine. But I think that Taika Waititi and Ryan Johnson to me are directors that have a more distinct style ryan johnson likes to take a genre that everybody likes and then flip it on its head right mm-hmm. and taika likes to do really weird shit uh i don't see that in the russo brothers or john favreau or dave filoni i think they would be like we're gonna make a star wars movie That's that true. is like star wars they're gonna be like i'm gonna make a star wars movie that is like star wars because i love star wars where I feel like I like J.J. Abrams like that. J.J. Abrams like that again. Uh, and where even J.J. Abrams made a Star Trek movie that was like Star Wars because he loves yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> like yeah. he made two of them. But like I think with Ryan Johnson, and this is something that a lot of people didn't like, but I personally did, is he went into the movie and he didn't go, I'm going to make a Star Wars movie that's like Star Wars because I like Star Wars. He said, I'm going to make a Star Wars movie that's inspired by things that I like because that is how George made the original Star Wars, and I mm. like what George did with Star Wars, right? It's this yeah. whole thing. This is such a okay. I'm going on such a tangent. I'm sorry, but there's this whole thing. I've been listening to the um, Star Wars Episode Zero podcast on the critically acclaimed feed with William Bibiani and Whitney Seibold, and something they've talked about is it's all about the uh, movies that inspired Star Wars, right? Instead of re- reviewing Star Wars movies, they review movies that inspired Star Wars. 
And mm. some, one of the things that they talk about is that at a certain point, Star Wars stopped being inspired by the things that George Lucas loved and mm. started to be inspired, inspired by Star Wars itself. Mm. And I, and I think that happened around the prequels, I think. Yeah. But definitely in this new trilogy, I think The Force Awakens and The Rise of Skywalker are both inspired by Star Wars and not what George Lucas loved. Although I do think that there is some horror stuff in there that George Lu- that JJ um, accidentally tapped into with like the entire design of Exegol and the Wrath Tar sequence in The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I think he's more inspired by horror than he thinks he is because I do think that there are some horror sequences, not like horror sequences, but horror inspired sequences in his two Star Wars movies that are kind of interesting. I'd like to see, I, I, I kind of like to see JJ play with that. I think that's kind of cool. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> um, I think The Last Jedi was made where Ryan Johnson loves Star Wars and he loves that the way that George Lucas made the original Star Wars was by making it something that was inspired by all the things that he loved. And so I think The Last Jedi isn't inspired by Star Wars. I think it's inspired by the stuff that Ryan Johnson loved. And I think mm. that those things are different than what George Lucas loved because there's a fucking like 40-year age gap between the two of them, right? They're different. Mm-hmm. They're from different generations. They're inspired by different things. And I think that's why The Last Jedi feels so different is because it's made in, and I think that's also why it feels so much like Star Wars while also feeling nothing like Star Wars at the same time, is that it's made the same way that the original was, but the things that inspire it are totally different because it's somebody else's vision. Anyways, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm no, just, no, that's very interesting points. Uh, went on a massive fucking tirade. Um... But yes, Taika is the kind of person that I think would make a Star Wars movie inspired by what he likes and not by what he li- but not not by Star Wars. Yes. And that is why I am excited in my long-winded explanation to go back around. I am excited for a Taika Waititi Star Wars movie. <laughs> um what do you think about a Taika Waititi Star Wars movie? Are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. Um the really the only thing I've I haven't seen what we do in the shadows. Um I know I need to see it, but I I mentioned before and we haven't rewatched it, but I wasn't the biggest fan of Thor when uh Ragnarok when we first watched it. Uh-huh. Um but that's probably like circumstantial and be honest, because I really like Jojo Rabbit. Um I think I we we me and my husband talk about that movie all the time. And we put it on the other night, and we just, I was, he was like, I'm in the mood to watch that movie, which is not something that you think he'd be in the mood to watch, <laughs> but just, it's just like, I don't know, it's so heavy, it's just crafted, so I could go on about this movie forever, but it's just crafted so well, and it really does just have this, like, distinct style, and, I mean, it's not funny, but, like, my favorite part not yeah one of my favorite parts is in the very beginning when the little i forget his name but the little boy is just running down the street and he's like hey hitler hey hitler yeah. like to everyone <laughs> like and i'll like look at my husband sometimes like this is gonna sound so bad but i'll just start like quoting that scene oh, and cause, cause he, well no because he like he moves his hand and it's so he'll just be like hey, 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 hey. and he's just running and i just think it's the funniest thing because he's just like waving his hand and like not really paying attention or my other favorite scene is when they're running in the woods and he's like yep. doing that dance as yep. like hitler and then he gets like hit by the bot like i just think there's like so many little moments that are just so funny <laughs> and you wouldn't think this movie would be so like that's why i want him to bring that kind of style to star wars i don't know but the other time the other side of it i want to see more like original stuff like that from him as well so i'm like torn but also excited about it i mean of all the things that were up on his docket it was thor four and akira so it was already two adaptations, yeah. right? Or not adaptations for Thor 4, but franchise things. Um, so if he's going to throw another franchise film in there, as long as it's not like it's taking the place of a passion project that was like super Yeah, horrific. exactly. But um, I will say about the Hail Hitler scenes, I actually think that the Hail Hitler scenes in Jojo Rabbit are funny because they don't do it in a realistic way. They go for absurdity humor. They put it way yes. over the top. 
right? I don't mean they're funny. That's going to sound really bad. Like, that's not I, what I, I mean. When the fucking Gestapo show up and they come into the house and every single one of them says Hail Hitler when they come in, I think that's fucking hilarious. I'm sorry, because it's absurdity humor, right? Because that's not what yeah. would have happened, actually. No. Right? Like, that. that's not... And, and they wouldn't have said it so cheerfully and brightly. Like, it's the way that it's said is the absurdity. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Because now I'm thinking about, like, I can't believe I just said that, that I say it to my husband. Like, I don't mean it like that. Like, I'm making fun of that scene because, like, you're right. It is, it's ridiculous that, like, that's how they would, not how they are. But, yeah, what you're saying, like, it's just so, like, it's they're just so cheery. (laughs) Taking this idea of that greeting from from the 1940s in Nazi Germany and and satirizing mm. it and making fun of it by turning it up to 11 and making it just even more absurd than it already is and yeah. pointing out the absurdity of the original thing. It's fucking weird to do that. It's a weird fucking yeah. thing to do when you greet yeah. somebody. And they point it out by having you do it every single time you meet somebody. They, yeah. it, I think I think it's I think that movie is perfect. I I love I love that movie. Um and I I I think that it, I think that like those scenes in particular, I would I would push that they are absurd. Like it's absurdity humor, and I think that's why it works. Uh, oh, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. It's really anything to be like ashamed at for laughing. Because yeah, I think that's, that's what like that's what we'll just joke around because it's just so absurd, and it's just and we'll like stop and like I'll talk. I'm like yeah, it's that because I'll be like, can you believe like that's just yeah. <laughs> that's how it was. Not that absurd, but oh, and the little boy is my the little. Oh, I forget, but his like best friend is. I cry every time George. I see him. The one with the glasses. Yeah, the one that drops the rocket launcher. He's like, I'm a, I'm a Nazi now. <laughs> Not a good time to be a Nazi. Yeah, he's so cute. I love that he's got a British accent too. He's so yeah. He's so cute. Oh my gosh. Yeah, oh, that movie's great. All right, I'm going to end this now. I'm sorry. We're at 50 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and... Remember, we're like, it's going to be a short show. We always do this, though, but I am actually going to make it a short show. All right. Sarah, thank you for jumping in two glasses deep. Did you you down the third glass during this? Um, I have a little bit left, but I'm not really feeling it. I hope I don't sound like I'm feeling it, but I'm... (laughs) You don't. You don't. I like think I'm talking fine. I'm like slurring my words the whole time. That'd be terrible. No, um, no, no. You, you sound <laughs> sound fine. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell people where they can find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at s c b a c s. Oh my gosh, s s e a p o c k. I forgot how to spell it. Oh man, maybe the wine is hitting me. I don't know. Um, yeah, and you can find me on this feed. Uh, with the go get that rose podcast we recap the bachelor it's me and my new co-host Kristen. which if any of you are schmodown fans um i guess i'm so behind but i'm pretty sure that's still a thing right um it's winston marshall's girlfriend so yeah you should come over and listen to her talk because she's pretty great awesome you guys can follow me on twitter at sean underscore afk pretty much everything that i do is over there i do a lot so pretty much, I'll just I'll do it very uh very quickly. I do uh go into the grid or into the grid, um Power Rangers recap podcast that is so very much fun, and I also do Trouble at the Tipton, which is a Sweet Life is Zack and Cody recap podcast. Um, yeah, when am I going to be on? I gotta look at the dates. I gotta I gotta. I sent you what episode? Yeah. Basically, you every episode after that. that episode, I want to be on. <laughs> okay, um, I'll look at the dates. We didn't record this last week, uh, so we are uh we everything's getting shifted a little bit but um i will i will look at it and tell you uh god now i got distracted on this podcast i'm also on through the port key which is a harry potter movie recap podcast and we're almost done and i am also on game over screen which is a new video game podcast that i'm doing that i have two co-hosts my friend brendan and my friend tyler who is on uh trouble at the tipton with me and it's a lot of fun. We recorded the second episode yesterday, and it was great. So I'm really excited to get that edited tomorrow and upload it. Uh, well, Josh will upload it, but I'll send it to him so he can upload it. You guys can find this show and others on the Work With The Movie Blog podcast feed, which can be located on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Public, Breaker, Overcast. And because he's now uploading them to YouTube, I'm going to say YouTube again. 
You guys can also follow Merc with the Movie Blog on Twitter with at Movie Blog Merc. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you guys next time when when and, we yeah. go beyond the screen. Beyond the screen. On the screen. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God.